Today on Locked On A's, Billy Bean is not going to the New York Mets. And I've also got some information and some takes for you that if you want the A's to stay in Oakland, you're going to want to hear. So let's get into it, you guys. You are Locked On A's. Your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 368 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am noted baseball fan Jason Burke, and on today's episode, we are talking about Billy Bean saying no to the Mets, Rob Manfred on the A's ballpark situation, and the next date you need to know for county meetings concerning the A's ballpark situation. It's going to be a fun episode. Lots of it's going to be a nice, fun, uplifting episode, I think. So that's what we got coming up for you guys today. And also, thank you guys so much for making Locked On A's your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. If you're already on YouTube, make sure to comment, like, subscribe, do all the things that you need to do. Uh, comment down below, because those are always a lot of fun for me. But uh, yeah. Also, follow the podcast wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ByJasonB on Twitter and in the Spotify Green Room app. If you guys have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So let's get into the biggest news, the, the most recent news at least, and that is that Billy Bean has reportedly removed his name from consideration for the Mets' vacant baseball ops job. The Athletic was the first to report the news. Uh, I read the article on the New York Post because uh, they're entertaining and just trash. So... Thanks. Uh, that was a good time. They, they did give the athletic credit, though. So I guess that's journalism for you. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, so that is that is big news. I'll get into some of how that affects the A's a little bit here in a second. But uh, the Brewers also denied the Mets request to speak to their GM, David Stearns, who's done a really, really good job. Former Astro uh, front office guy, David Stearns. Uh, and th the Brewers said no that the Mets could not talk to him. So two big fish gone in the matter of days. And also Theo Epstein just last week said, uh, also, no, thank you. So that is uh, all three of the big targets for the New York Mets said, no, I don't even want to be in consideration for this job or we're not given access to interview for the job. Maybe David Stearns would like to because the Brewers, uh, they got the pitching. They're really good at pitching. Hitting has been a lot harder to come by for them. They got Christian Yelich, so that's cool. But uh, I think that he might, of the three, of those three, maybe he'd want to go just because he'd have more money to play with. But he's doing a pretty good job with the Brewers. I think I know that they got bounced by the by the Braves, but they've been doing okay. Um, so now that I know I don't gloat very often, but I want I want to gloat because if only there had been somebody who would say that this exact scenario would happen. It, I did. I said this. It was me. I said that Billy Bean wouldn't do it. I said Theo Epstein probably wouldn't do it. I mean, why would he? What? He's already broken two curses. What do the Mets have? They're just bad and a poorly run franchise. And 
clubhouse cancer, or not clubhouse, but you know, just a, a cancer throughout the entire organization. Why would he want to go there? He He's doing fine right now. And then David Stearns uh, might not even get permission, which there you go. So, um, you know, a couple of days ago, I, I mentioned, just mentioned, that this is what always happens with the New York media. Uh, they set their sights to the top names. Sure, there there's probably some interest, but there's not reciprocal interest. There's not, like, dialogue going on. It's like, hey, uh, it's like, hey, Jason, who would you like on the Oakland A's? Oh, Mike Trout. They're like, Mike Trout. He's going to be in consideration to be on the Oakland A's in 2022. No, that's not how this works. That's in the New York media for you, just in a nutshell. They're like, yeah, who's the top guy that you, you want to go after? And they're like, we're New York. We can get anybody. Uh, forget about it. I'm really good at New York accents. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it just happens all the time. Remember before the season, back in February, they said that Matt Chapman was getting traded to the Mets. He didn't. He didn't. I didn't believe that one either. You, you can't believe the New York media. They make stuff up for clicks all the time. And it's effective because people will buy into the hysteria or the hope and the promises being made. Uh, but very often they don't come true. So just be wary when you see things, that, especially when they involve the A's, because people that are in the front office or in the organization and are getting paid fairly well, they like it there. Uh, I know that players, uh, it, you go where the money is sometimes. They're, they're not going to be breaking the bank, but the guys in the front office, everybody likes the organization. It's just a matter of, are you getting your worth? Are you getting paid your worth? That is that is a big thing. So uh, I think that Billy Bean's probably making his worth. He's got a little bit of an ownership stake as well. So there's that. And just one last thing on the New York media. It's not, it's not like bad journalism. It's bad journalism for not all New York media, but it's bad journalism. But they're profitable, so they're not going anywhere. So they're just going to keep doing this thing where they're like, eh, Jason Burke wants Mike Trout on the team. He's coming to the A's. And then that's not going to happen. That's, it's effective. But I, I don't like to do that. I like to be informative for you guys. And now I'm informing you about media. So you're welcome. Uh, as for the Billy Bean aspect of this, John Fisher did allow Billy Bean to make up his own mind and actually talk to his former mentor, Sandy Alderson, who you remember Billy Bean took over for Sandy uh, back in the 90s, late 90s, uh, after Sandy Al Alderson had traded Mark McGuire and then basically handed the reins to Billy Bean. He's like, now you don't have to do that because that would have been his first big move was to trade Mark McGuire. And I always thought that that was a really cool move that Sandy Alderson did for Billy Bean so that his tenure didn't just get off on the wrong foot by trading the the biggest star that the A's had because they couldn't afford him. They, they, they needed to rebuild and... I thought that that was a really cool move from Sandy Alderson. But uh, so they talked and Billy Bean removed his own name from consideration for the Mets job. So more or less what I thought would happen uh, was that his name would get floated. And he like, no, I don't want to do that. It just didn't make sense. It didn't seem like something that Billy Bean would want to do. And so that's where... I was saying no to this the entire time because we saw last uh, last winter Billy Bean almost left. He he had a foot out the door. It looked like he was gone, but that deal fell apart. But it was to do something outside of baseball. He loves things that are not baseball related all the time. And I think that his time is very much dwindling with the Oakland A's right now. But I don't know that it's going to be for the same position in a new city. I think that it's going to be either something completely different or he's very, very content staying with the Oakland A's. And so whenever you hear a Billy Bean rumor, 
keep that one in the back of your mind and see if I'm right, because that's how I'm reading those tea leaves right now. Uh, but that's uh, that's all that news for you guys. It's nice that Billy Bean's staying. I like Billy Bean. I know that he's lauded as a god by the fan base. I'm not sure that he's god status for me, but I do like the guy. He's a fun comment. And uh, just one quick note is... We haven't even made it to the World Series yet, and the Mets are already having a very rough winter, and I think that that's kind of funny, just because LOL Mets. So, uh, take with that what you will. But anyways, coming up on the show, the biggest question I got asked on Twitter over the weekend when I asked for mailbag questions, and that was, what's going on with the ballpark situation? Got some of that coming up for you guys, so stay locked in with Locked On A's, and I will be right back. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all of that entertainment that you love without the hassle, and that great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That is directtv.com. Compatible device required content varies by package. Welcome back to the Lockdown Ace Podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to hit subscribe on our new YouTube channel. Follow us on social media at Lockdown A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter and the Spotify Green Room app. If you guys have any questions for us, please send those to LockdownAthletics at gmail.com. So the ballpark situation is something that is constantly on all minds of A's fans. And for good reason. It, if they leave, we're broken as, as human beings. A lot of uh, my personality is being a baseball fan and being an A's fan, and to take that away from me would suck. Uh, I should find other hobbies and, you know, more layers to myself. That's that's on me, though. That's not on anybody. That's on me. But if they left, I'd be devastated. It would suck. So I'm sure that I'm not the only one out there. So this is definitely on our mind. It's in the back of our minds constantly. I would imagine. So if the city of Oakland and the A's cannot reach an agreement, then the team is likely headed for another city. And it's understandably a worrisome situation. You don't want the A's to leave. A lot of us have a lot of memories going to the Coliseum and just having a good time with friends, by yourself, keeping a score, drinking a lot. I, whatever you do at a baseball game, you love doing it. You love doing it at the Coliseum. It, it's like home. The Coliseum is home for many, many of us. And, uh... You don't want to see it go anywhere. You want to see the green and gold keep playing there at the very least. So I haven't talked much about the ballpark of late because there hasn't been a ton of movement in any direction. And that's not a bad thing. I just, if there's not anything, if there's not like new news, I don't want to be like, eh, so nothing happened. And then talk about that for 10 minutes. So that's why I haven't been doing it. But, uh, you know, this is just kind of how the speed of politics work. We, they got to work with the city to get things going, and that's uh, that's just kind of where we are right now. There are a couple of things that I'm going to talk about for the rest of the episode, though. So, uh, oddly enough, the A's aren't the only thing that the uh, city officials talk about when running the town. It, so, it takes a little bit of time, is 
that's all that I'm saying here. It's not that I, I've been trying to avoid the ballpark situation. It's just, eh, not a lot's been going on. There's been, like, little, little trinkets here and there, but not a ton. So, with that all said, there are a couple of tidbits that I can touch on that I thought were fun. Uh, last week, there was a video with... Uh, MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred getting interviewed by somebody. I don't know who it was. It wasn't Ken Rosenthal, so who was it? No idea. Uh, it could have been... I don't know the name of that British talk show. It looks like the James Corden show, you know, here in America, but it's with the other guy and it has, like, the orange background. It looked like that, but it wasn't. <laughs> I see the, the clips on, on uh, TikTok all the time. That's why I... Well, I mean, I knew it before. But anyways, I digress. So... Here are the tidbits. There, the interview happened. It's a quick video, but I got a synopsis for you guys. Uh, Manfred was asked about Oakland and Tampa Bay and their ballpark situations, and Rob started off by saying that they both need new facilities and that it's kind of beyond debate at this point. It's undebatable. They obviously need new facilities. Then he said that Oakland is probably critical just in terms of the ballpark itself, and... I think that we can all agree that the A's ballpark isn't the prettiest of ballparks, but for us, it's home. I keep saying it is home. It has been my home forever. I love it there. And uh, I want to, I mean, maybe not keep spending time there, but I want to keep going to A's games in Oakland. So that's where that's where we are right now. And the Coliseum is one of the oldest ballparks in baseball. One of, not the oldest, one of. But Fenway, Wrigley, Dodger Stadium, and Angel Stadium all at least a couple of years older, are not at the bottom of ballpark lists. And why is that? It's because their owners have spent money to update those facilities. Obviously, Fenway and Wrigley, they got the whole nostalgia thing, but they've also renovated a, a decent amount. And Dodger Stadium has some of the best, like, sound quality of, like, the music and the play intros. It is a production when you go to a Dodgers game. It's a lot of fun. I gotta say, Dodgers games, blast. Angel Stadium, it's fine. It's a fine stadium. It looks pretty. They, they I mean, they were owned by Disney for a minute, so that helped. Uh, but, you know, they got, like, the rock sculpture and stuff. They, they got some stuff going on. It, it's cool. A's ownership has not done that. So why isn't Rob Manfred forcing, just absolutely forcing John Fisher to spend money to bring it up to speed with other ballparks and make it not a dire situation? That is the real question, and it's because he's in it to make the owner's money. He doesn't care. He just wants John Fisher to have all of the money and use it however he wants. And that's silly to me, but you can make fun of the Coliseum all you want, but it does not have to be this way. John Fisher could have been updating this for a while. And remember, uh, side note, we just got ribbon boards, like colored ribbon boards with reds and blues and yellows. That's a recent addition. Those were, I think those opened when uh, Oracle Park opened. I think that those were already there. That is wild to me. Uh, during the, the 2012 season, we still had the, the 1950s and 60s scoreboards out in the back and, or up. Uh, up top uh, over the third deck with Coco Crisp and his, his afro and things. And it, it hasn't been that long that we've had nice scoreboards, you guys. <laughs> he could have been doing this the entire time. He just doesn't want to spend the money. Why isn't Rob making him spend that money? Why is he like, eh, hey, just, it's the city's fault, obviously. 
It doesn't make sense. It's stupid. It's a shell game. Whatever. Anyways, moving on. Manfred also said Oakland is in a critical situation. We need to find a uh, we need to find a way to get a ballpark built in those two cities, that including Tampa Bay. Or in the case of Oakland, we've had uh, we've had to open up the opportunity to explore other locations, and we're not sure there's a path forward with Oakland. Ah, end quote. That sounds scary. Ah, oh no. But the next part is my favorite part. The host, to, in response to Rob Manfred's quote just now, uh, follows up on Rob's previous quote with, so relocation is, and before the host can even finish the question or elaborate on what he wanted to say about relocation, Rob Manfred just cut him off and said, yeah. And then he touched his mouth like, ah, in a, let's just say it was in a disgusting way. It, it was in a perfectly normal way, but Rob Manfred, disgusting person. <laughs> so... This is my favorite part because with how quickly Rob answered the question, my immediate reaction was that he's not telling the truth. You don't just cut somebody off in that kind of a setting like, hey, so what do you think? Yeah, yeah, it's it's really sunny today. No, that you only do that when you're hiding the truth or you're lying about something is how I read that. Could I be wrong? Sure. Is Rob Manfred a good liar? I don't think so. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So then you throw in the touching of the mouth, which a quick Google search will tell you is an indicator, of, an indicator, an indicator of dishonesty. And I'm pretty sure he was lying. I don't think that they are serious about relocating the A's. That's just me. I'm not a body language expert, but I have been working in the service industry for like 15 to, oh God, way too long, 20 years. Um, and you pick up on things. And I feel like I picked up on him just being a filthy liar. So in the audio only format, that probably didn't come through, but the body language was that of a liar. Rob Manfred is a liar. And I think that he just tipped his hand. Uh, I thought that that was a lot of fun. Anyways, coming up on the show, the next big date for the Oakland ballpark is stay locked in with Locked On A's and I will be right back. Did you know the Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There is something for everyone. And when you talk to a Built Bar fan like myself, Built Bar fan right here staring you in the face, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. My favorite right here, being passionate, Cherry Barcia. It's amazing. You want a you want a tasty protein bar that tastes like a candy bar? Cherry Barcia. That's the one that I recommend right there off the top. Get that one. Cherry Barcia. Get 18 of them. If you don't want 18 cherry bursts, you want to mix and match, do, do a little bit of, you know, try some of their other flavors. They got coconut cherry barcia. <laughs> it's also near the top of the list because it's so good. Coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. If you want to try all those flavors, all you got to do is get a mix box where you'll get two of each of those nine flavors. And they're all delicious but they're also healthy. You get 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, four or five grams of sugar, four or five grams of net carbs, and they're all tasty, they're all healthy, and they are all available at built.com. And when you use the promo code LOCKED15, you will get 15% off of your order. So use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. 
Welcome back to the Locked On A Podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to hit subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts, especially if you like watching things on YouTube, because we are on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. It's at Locked On A's on YouTube. Uh, comment, like, subscribe, do all those things, uh, you know, down below. And if you if you like social medias, we're there too. At Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ByJasonB on Twitter and in the Spotify Green Room app. If you guys have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. Come. So without further ado, when is this next big date for the A's ballpark situation? Got it right here for you guys. The Alameda County Board of Supervisors is rumored to be discussing potentially, potentially voting on the County of Alameda's involvement in the ballpark project and supplying roughly $350 million in new infrastructure spending. And that vote or discussion is going to happen potentially on October 26th. Nothing is finalized, but that has been the rumored date for a couple of weeks now. And I haven't talked about it because it wasn't set in stone and I don't want to just peddle falsities. That's a word. Uh, but October 26th, that should be a week from today as you're listening to this. That should be the date that we have a little bit more insight as to what is going on with the ballpark situation. Uh, you may remember that that $350 million is a big number for this deal, and bringing the county of Alameda on board for the project would be an absolutely huge step forward, because if you get them to foot some of the bill as well, doors just open up. If you get everybody working in unison, you got the A's, you got the city of Oakland, you got the uh, county of Alameda all working together, that is, that's a beautiful sight. And I think that that would get a ballpark built in Oakland. And the board site does not list their topics for discussion for this meeting on the 26th. And it, it says that there will be no audio or visual streaming available, uh, which thinks because I really, really enjoyed the last vote back in July and, uh, everybody was so mad and, uh, some people were jerks. They will remain nameless, Dave Cavill. Uh, but it was so exhilarating to watch. And it ended up being like, hey, they, it, it looked okay. You could judge by body language how it went. And was everybody excited about it? No. But did they do it and did they want to move forward? Yes, they did. And so uh, I guess we'll just be relying on reports from this potential meeting on October 26th and going from there. But... Hopefully they vote on it. Hopefully they, I, mean, I, I assume that they're going to discuss it. Whether or not we get a vote, we'll see. But if they do vote and it is a yes vote to move forward and allocate that $350 million in spending for the ballpark project, that would be a huge step for the A's staying in Oakland. And uh, we got the next date on the docket, you guys, if rumors are to be believed. So uh, pay attention on the 26th while you're at work, A's fans. It's going to be... It's going to be a fun day. So from everything that I've seen and heard, I still feel pretty good about the project moving forward in Oakland. Um, there are going to be hurdles along the way for sure, but there is simply too much money at stake for all parties involved. There's going to be just added revenues for the city and the county because there's a new ballpark there. It's going to bring people into the city of Oakland and it's going to provide jobs, it's going to do all that stuff. And then also John Fisher uh, will make money hand over fist. So not a, not a big uh, deal for that guy. And I also believe that Oakland is John Fisher's best option for securing the legacy that he wants. Uh, wouldn't it be why this is, 
insane to me, but wouldn't it be wild if it was John Fisher's vanity and the need for a legacy outside of his parents that kept the A's in Oakland? I mean, I guess stranger things have happened, but uh, that would be that would be the icing on the cake for the John Fisher legacy is I need a, a waterfront ballpark so that I am out of the shadow of my parents who handed me all of my money. So uh, good times, good times to be an ace fan. These are the things that we get to discuss on Locked on Ace. But uh, anyways, that is it for me today, you guys. But coming up tomorrow on tomorrow's show, we're going to be uh, continuing with our new Fat Tuesday series where I go over the free agents and trade targets for the A's to go after this winter. We're going to be talking about outfielders, give you guys why they need an outfielder, and then also uh, a couple guys that they should probably look at on the trade market or the free agent market. And uh, we'll have a nice little discussion. So that's what we got coming up for you guys tomorrow. Uh, one more time, thank you guys so much for making Locked On A's your first listen of the day. Now go make Locked On MLB your second lesson. Sully is probably gloating about the Red Sox just trouncing of the Houston Astros. And honestly, that sounds like a lot of fun. I'm probably going to tune into that one because I like it when Sully goes on rants. It's a good time. So Locked On MLB is free and available on all platforms. Go check it out, you guys. So until next time, go out and celebrate good times, Oakland, and I will talk at you tomorrow.